Matthew chapter 28, Matthew chapter 28, Matthew chapter 28, verse 6 and 7, Matthew chapter 28, verse 6 and 7. I had to get that out. I'm sorry, y'all. I had to get that out. It is early Sunday morning, resurrection Sunday morning. He got up. And the reason why I do what I do is because my soul has been anchored in the Lord. And because the storms that life may rage in our life, I just thank God he's still great in spite of me. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, he's great in spite of us. Matthew chapter 28, verse 6 and 7. If you have it, say, I got it. If you don't have it, say, wait just a minute. New King James Version of the text says, he is not here. He is risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And indeed, he has he is going before you before you in Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I told you. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. Repeat after me. Four commands on resurrection Sunday morning. Y'all talk back to me. Four commands on resurrection Sunday morning. You may be seated. Every holiday, every holiday, the world as the United States has. Taken the resurrection, made it into a holiday, not knowing the reason why we celebrate what they call Easter. They, they call it Easter. I call it resurrection Sunday morning. But in this text, in this text for us to understand, every holiday has a message. Message of Memorial Day is remember men and women who have died for our country. The message of Mother's Day is about mama. Everybody say mama. Father's Day is about daddy. Everybody say daddy. Fourth of July is the, the um, um, we celebrate Independence from England. The message of Christmas is Emmanuel, God is with us, the birth of Christ. But the message of Good Friday is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 21. Jesus died for our sins. He made, he was made himself of no, no he that was of no sin made himself sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. The reason why we celebrate Resurrection Sunday morning is because there was a late Friday. Touch your neighbors and neighbor, there was a Friday. There was a Friday. He, he died on the cross on a hill called Calvary. He died that we might have a right to the tree of life. And that's the reason why we celebrate Resurrection Sunday morning. Someone says, as I was growing up, I really didn't understand the significance of Easter. I called it Easter because that's what we thought. Brother Mac, it was Easter Sunday. 
And that is, I got a new suit. Y'all going to help me preach in a little while. We never got no Easter bunny because the bunny probably wouldn't have lasted 46, 26, 15th Avenue. We, we, we didn't always have candy, but we got some new suit, new church pants, new church shoes, new church socks. Y'all going to help me. We thought that was all about Easter. But when I was a child, I understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And now I serve a God who not only died on the cross of Calvary, but early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. The reason why you're here today, sister, is not because you've been so good or the doctor gave you the right medication. It was God's grace. Help me preach if you will. It was a blood that reaches to the highest mountain, flows to the lowest valley. That blood that gives me strength from day to day will never lose its power. Well, the reason why we celebrate resurrection Sunday morning is because he got up. Anybody know he got up? He got up. So we have we had testimony of people that have died in the Lord, that have passed away. They're not going to get up until he gets up again. Because the dead in Christ shall arise first. Y'all going to help me in a little while. So we don't have to worry if you've been born again, you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. We celebrate death as passing from death to life. I don't know about you, but I'm on death row. Don't, don't look at me funny. You're on death row too. Because you should have been dead sleeping in your grave, but God's grace. Because of the resurrection Sunday morning, what is the message? There, there are three things, four things in this text I need you to write down for me. And that is, there are four commands in this text dealing with resurrection Sunday morning. If you don't be, be nice and say, he rose. He rose from the grave. First thing I need you to write down is, first command is, come. Everybody say, come. Come, come, come. Come. If you, if you let me allow me, these women came to the grave. They came to see a dead Jesus. They, they seen him nailed to a cross on Friday. They seen him suffer from the sixth to the ninth hour. They seen him take his last breath. He died. They watched him take his body down from the cross, they, they, they seen him lay him in a borrowed tomb. Now they have come to finish what has already been started, and that is to, uh, uh, to, to uh, give his body a proper burial. But when they got there, the angel, can I just say it like this, all night and all day, the angels keep watching over me. Oh, y'all don't get it yet. All night and all day, the angels keep watching over me. They, they, they went there to look for a dead Jesus, but the, the, the angel who rolled the stone away and he sat upon it, waiting for them to come. Some of y'all don't look so funny because of the fact is some of y'all come this morning looking for a dead Jesus. But I come to tell you, he's not dead. He's alive. And I know it. Touch your neighbor. Say, he's alive. And I know it. 
the word come is and he, the, the, the angel says, uh, he is not here. He is risen just as he says, come. Y'all see that in the text? Come is an invitation. Come in, in, in the Bible. The Bible is filled with invitations to come to Jesus, come to God. The Bible lets us know that God is always concerned about allowing people to come to him. He says, come unto me, Matthew 11 and 28 says, come to me, all you that labor and heavy late, and I will give you rest. He says, come and I will make sure that you're taken care of. Anybody in life worked over and over and over and still tired of, because you're sick and tired of being sick and tired? I came to Jesus just as I was. I was weary, wounded, and sad, but I found in him a resting place. I guess I'm the only one, and he has made me glad. Every day has not been smooth, but every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day. He says, come. You that are weary, come. You that are messed up. And anybody in here just, you didn't want to come, but you just, he just, he just gets so, I, I can't live without him. That is why I love him so, because he's so real. The reason why you can't shout on the resurrection Sunday morning is because he's not real to you. Anybody know he's real, he's real, he's real. He woke me up this morning, he's real. He started me on my way. The Lord is real because I could feel him. In my soul. He says, you that are troubled, he says, come. If you need peace, he says, come. You that need eternal life, he says, come. Come just as you are. First command is come. Everybody say come. Second command is see. Everybody say see. You know, there's a difference between, between seeing and looking. There, let me say it again. There is a difference between seeing and looking. Anybody passed through a neighborhood one time and you just looking? Just, oh, just, just looking. But then you went through that same neighborhood again and you are seeing. And that means you've seen some stuff that you didn't see before. Oh, y'all going to help me in a little while. There's a lot of us that see, but that look, but really don't see. I look to the hills for which cometh my help. All my help come from, I looked. But then I seen him. Anybody, anybody looked at him? That means you just showed up at church because. It's Easter Sunday morning. I'm just coming to church because this is what we're supposed to do. I'm just looking. I'm just looking. And when you're looking, you look at some stuff you don't need to be looking at. You didn't notice nobody's new hairdo until you got one. Looking. But when, 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 when the choir doesn't sing so good, you're looking at him, but turn around and go see through them. 
And what do you see? I see Jesus on the cross. And that is they're doing the best they can with what they got. But when you look and you always point fingers at other folk. But when you see, anybody in here ever just seen the Lord? I've seen the Lord. I've seen the lightning flash. I've heard the thunders roll. And I know him for myself. They, they went to looking for Jesus. The, the, the angel says, I need you to go see where they laid him. They was looking for him. But I want to show you a spot. He's not here. He, he's not here. What, what you looking for? What you see? Oh, y'all going to get in a minute. What you looking for? But what did you really see? Anybody in here, you looking for something, but the Lord showed you something else. And that is, I came to him because I had to go to church. But one Sunday evening, I came to him as I was because I seen him for myself. Come. Everybody say come. Everybody say see. Then the third command is go. Everybody say go. The angel of the Lord appeared and says, come see. He says, then go. It's one thing to be in Jesus and you're satisfied with you. I got Jesus and that's enough. At, at, at First Baptist, we have a campaign and that is we have invite cards. It's like just regular business cards. It says you're invited. Get on the back of it, it has the ABCs of salvation. Just give it to them. Just give it to them. Give, because why? You're invited. You, I don't know, Pastor, I'm sorry. I don't know Genesis and Revelation. Sweetie, I don't either. Don't trip. I know the books. I know where they are. I don't know. Anybody here know Genesis to Revelation? Okay, so I, I, I'm not the only one. You're not either. But what we have to do is, I don't know that. And what the devil does is tries you to stop you from being a witness to somebody else. So I do is, I take out the the part where you got to do a whole bunch of talking, you ain't got to do praying, you ain't got to lay hands on them, just give them the card. Everybody say, give them the card. The card says you are invited. But if you never go nowhere, who you going to give the card to? I got 10 cards in my pocket. Who you going to give it to? Me. Because I don't go nowhere. Oh, y'all missed the point. You go to the nail shop, you go to the beauty salon, you go a whole bunch of places, and all you got to do is say, you're invited. Oh, ho, ho. he says, I need you to go. And that means get out of your comfort zone and go do what I called you to do. When you've when you seen an empty tomb and trusted Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can't do nothing but go. Can I say it like this, Sister Mega, uh, Miss uh, Witherspoon? I said I wasn't going to tell nobody, but I couldn't keep it. Y'all go help me preach. I, I wasn't going to say nothing, but I, I just couldn't keep it to me. I, I didn't come to church. To, I just came here to sit and look cute in my Easter outfit. I don't want to bother nobody, but the Holy Spirit. Oh, y'all go help me. Something got a hold of me, and I just had to wave my hand. I had to wave my hand and say, Lord, you've been good to me. So he says for you, I need you to go. 
Where do you need to go? To highways and hedges. And every now and then, can I help you? And that is, you don't need to be cute going. You ain't got to put on no makeup. Just put a hat on. Leave the wig at the house. Help me preach if you will. Just go. Just go. Go. Don't, don't, don't be cute because they looking at what you got on and not hearing the message that you're telling them. If you go and just be like them, hey, Jesus hung out with some folk that wasn't too cool. Y'all looking at me funny? He hung out with me. I wasn't no good. But guess what? He looked beyond all my faults. He says, I need you to go. And when you go, I need you to go and tell them not what you got out of Jesus, but what the Lord has done for you. Anybody in here can wave your hand and say, the Lord's been good to me. Touch your neighbor say, neighbor, the Lord has been good to me. But well, look at the text. Look at the text. It says, I need you to go. I need you to come. I need you to see. And I need you to go. Well, when you go, you got to go just as you are. Don't, don't try to get it all right. Anybody in here got it right? Anybody? Anybody got issues? Anybody got a whole bunch of? Come on, wave your hand in the air. Wave it like you just don't. Come on, y'all. Help me. I'm trying to close it, but y'all ain't helping me close this thing. He says, I need you. Come. I need you to see. I need you to go. Go and tell a dying world that there's a reality in serving a true and living God. Then when you get there, I need you to go, come, see, go, and then I want you to go tell your story. Nobody knows your story like you know your story. Oh, y'all, y'all. The sister that gave her testimony, we wouldn't even think she was on hospice. But she stood up in Jesus' name and said, y'all don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. And is there anybody in here want to go tell the dying world that there's a reality in serving a true and living God? Anybody, anybody. Well, well, let, me, let me say this. Uh, uh, when, when you testify that there's folk that test a lie, and then there are those that testify. Test the line is, the Lord's been good to me. I've been saved all day. I ain't sinned. And ain't never come short. You lying. But when you testify, that tells the Lord has been good to me. Anybody in here, the Lord has been good to you. Can't nobody, can't nobody tell. Well, Acts chapter 1, verse number 8, he says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the other most parts of the world. All I'm trying to tell you is you don't have to go to China. You don't have to go to Africa. You got your own hood. You can go tell them the Lord has been good to me. Is there anybody here want to wave your hand and say, the Lord has been good to me? 
I don't have it all together. I sin and come short of the glory of God. But I realize that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I would not be here today. Don't tell nobody else's story. Tell what the Lord has done for you. Well, if the Lord's done something for you, stand up on your feet and say, The Lord has been good to me. He released me from a drug case. I was hooked on drugs, but the Lord has been good to me. I was on my way to hell, but the Lord has been good to me. I just need you to do me a favor. I need you to grab your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor, I need you, need you to witness. Witness to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. He is my friend. Can I say it? What a friend I have in Jesus. God, he died. He died one dark Friday. He died for your sins and mine. He died for, for you and for me. But thank God early Sunday morning, he got up. Touch your neighbor's a neighbor. He got up because he got up. I can get up because he got up. I can live right because he got up. I can face tomorrow because he lives. All my fears are gone because I know who holds my future. My life is worth the living just because. 